Hey everyone, this is Tanisha, your girl from Ocala, Florida. Welcome to Let's Talk About It. It all begins with the conversation. Today we're going to talk about these boys, single mothers raising a whole bunch of boys. Today I have Toya, my girl Toya from Ocala, Florida. She's a single mom. She has three wonderful children, but her son seems to be the one that her heart rate goes out to the most. You know, we have a lot going on in our community with our boys. So let's see what Toya has to say. We're going to dive right in. Good evening, everyone. I want to say I am a single parent of one son. I have two girls. It's been challenging. For one, with raising black young boys, it's hard for because the first thing, the first strike against them is that they're black. Two, being a single mom trying to raise a son can be hard because you can show them the love, you can pray, but it's not nothing like a mentor or a man to be in their lives to show them how to be a man in their lives. Yeah, well, I'm going to play the devil's advocate because I have my theory. So, you know, you know my story a little bit. I don't have a choice. I am a single mother. You know, I was with um, my Jermaine for 20 years. And uh, even though he was there, Tremaine, which is the oldest son, he was still looking for a mentor. Still looking for a mentor. Tremaine struggled looking for a mentor. with, And I think he struggled more because his father was in the house. And it was like, you know, you're supposed to be here. You're supposed to be the, men, you know, the one. Right. And he still looked for a mentor. Um, but if I can hit scripture, the Bible says that he's a father to the fatherless. Now right. that their father has passed away, my biggest thing now is I'm leaning on God. I'm like, God, you promised to be a father to the fatherless, so you be the comforter. So I don't know. I have I have my... I think there's a difference when you come, when there's a man in the house, but it all comes from your background. Mm-hmm. If they don't know how to love, it's hard to show love. So it just depends on what situations they've been through in their lives because as a daughter of a father, my dad was in the house, but... He never showed me how a man's supposed to treat a lady. Right. So I started looking for love in all the wrong places. Right. But it makes a difference when you do. And I'm don't get me wrong. Your children are going to make their own mistakes. But I feel like there is a difference when you do have a model in your house and they're setting that example. I can understand that. But I'm going to go a little bit deeper. So yesterday okay. I posted a post on Facebook, right? I was talking to the Lord about some things, and God always, like, drops these little nuggets, and I'm like, okay, what's this for? The little boy inside, I think the problem is, especially with black men, Mm -hmm. is the level of confidence. But I think the little boy inside is trying to teach the grown man. Or the grown man is trying to cater to the little boy inside. And I think because the little boy gets damaged, it kind of affects the grown man. So I really think that it's a little boy inside of all of them so when it's time for them to reach out and mentor some of these boys that they can connect with it's hard for them because they're facing the little boy that that's inside of them they're facing their own demon i don't know that's just a little revelation i got yesterday right just diving into it and then i actually told them to tune in because i was going to do a segment so i agree with you i still feel with young boys um i can only speak from a parent a single mom trying right. to raise a son you have to, what the word kept coming to me was patience mm. and prayer. No matter what, you still have to be patient, patient with them. Um, through all their errors, you still have to show them 
you love. That love is the love is what draws. That's what the scripture is in the Bible. God is love. God is love. He draws. So sometimes we just we hope and we pray that our love draws them no right. matter what they do. We continue to pray for them. And when we can't do nothing else, put them in the Lord's hand because can't nobody else do you like God and straighten you out like him. Right, right. So let's go a little deeper. Okay. We're getting ready to pull on the heartstrings. So you and I, we mm-hmm. attended a funeral this week, 14 years old, and Tremaine uh, losing his father in September, Jermaine, and then he had to pray. He said for him it was the hardest thing he ever had to do. Me sitting there witnessing the mother, the way he died so violently with gun violence, and seeing all the young football players come in that room, you know, it was a few times we kind of dropped our heads. Right. What did you, what did you think in your mind? I'll tell you what I thought later. Well, you know, my son was just recently shot in September. Right. And the first thing that came in my mind that it could have been me. Yeah. And I could have been planning a funeral. And all I could think was, all I could do was just thank God. I said, but God. But it just let me know that my son still have a purpose here in life, whatever it is. God has shown me some things, but I don't want to speak it because I just want that be personal between me, him and what he's going to do in my son's life. But my heart definitely went out to to the mother because it could have I can't tell you I can't stress enough because it could have been my son. Also in that my son said he didn't believe in God. But when he got shot and after his surgery and everything was over and I was able to talk to him, the first thing he said was, Mom, I thank God because mm-hmm. I should have been dead. Powerful. I thank God. I said, son, do you believe in God? He said, yes, ma'am. Awesome. But even though it was a bad thing, the good thing, because God gets the glory, right. that now he believes who God is. Mm-hmm. So God did lift a standard up in his life. Definitely built God tough, that's for sure. Right. Me sitting there, we have the thing called empathy. We're able to put ourselves in another person's shoes and feel what we feel like we might feel if it was us. So I definitely empathize with her. But to witness her, um, she definitely would be somebody I can say has built God tough because I witnessed her losing two sons. You know, I called when she lost her other baby. I think he mm-hmm. was four days old or something like that. And um, here I am seeing her consoling every, she was concerned about everybody else. Right. She's holding everybody else. And she's upholding. She's like, come see the body. She's kissing her baby in that casket. And I'm sitting here looking and, you know, I'm going to the bathroom three and four times because I'm in the bathroom breaking down like, Lord, now nah, this is too much. And I'm sitting here and I'm looking and I'm, the first thing I did was grab Tremaine mm-hmm. when we heard it because we got news while we were in church service right. that he had gotten shot. He, we didn't know. He, but I'm sitting here and the first thing I do is I go and I stand beside Tremaine and I look at him and I say, son, thank you. He's like, mom, for what? I say, just for not being in the streets today. For being in service with me, for being here today. These boys, they need whoever. They keep waiting on a man, but what if a man never shows up? You know, I keep in, and I, and I tell them all the time, I know you're waiting on a man, son, but while you're waiting on that man, stretch out to God, grab hold of me, grab hold to whoever is right. pouring it out. Because I believe. And I tell them all the time, God teaches me how to raise you. I know I'm not the man. I know you want me to have the physical characteristics of this man. But I say, drop 
the face and listen to the voice. I say, everybody wants to hear or see something. I say, but in the Bible, God said, we're going to hear a sound. So you better sharpen your ears and stop looking and start listening because it's going to come a point. We're going to hear the sound of the trumpet. So this is what I have to say to all of you all out there is listen, teach the boys now not to look for it, but listen for the sound. Because even when the man shows up, he needs to have a sound of impact. Right. So, you know, that's my, my, that's why I'm saying I don't know if we should keep pushing the stigma of the man, the man, the man, the man has to be there. Yes, yes, that's God's intentions. But God is so sovereign. He has people that can fill the void temporarily until a man a physical man can come well don't get me wrong and i i totally agree with everything that you're saying um because there are some good black men have yes, come up come up out of come women come through and they all they was was raised by a woman right. and had nothing but sisters and right. they made something of themselves awesome. and are successful on today um concerning the mother we went to the funeral with you have to for her to be able to embrace, it had to be the God in her. Sure. Because, you know, she was coming to the ministry faithfully. The only time we didn't see her because she had the traveling job as a nurse. Right. It's a difference when you have the God in you. Because mm-hmm. the God that we know will sustain you mm-hmm. through stuff like this. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel she was able to embrace others. Right. Um, in her trial, in her tribulation right at, at this moment. I was going to say something else. I was thinking so much that when you were talking. <laughs> but she's definitely, she's mo- she's definitely built God's huff. This is going to strengthen her, yeah. build her character, and take her to another place in God where she needs to be. So even though it's a tragic moment right. at the same time, God's going to lift up a standard and God is going to make her something that she probably don't even know yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So she's definitely built God tough and God is our source. He's our everything. everything. He's our air. The air that we breathe. Everything. When it does say something in the Bible, when your um, parents forget about you, God has not forgotten right. about you. Right. He knows how to raise. Mm-hmm. He knows mm-hmm. who to put you put in their, your path to get you on your way. Right. So whether it's a man or a woman, mm-hmm. it's God who's doing the work. We're just his vessels For sure. to reach our young men. And if it has to come through women, then so be it. Yeah. But if there's men out there that want wants to raise up and be mentors yeah. that have been through stuff in their lives right. to reach out who better can tell you or right. if you had you know you've been right. through that the young man is going through the same thing you've been through he's going to listen to that right even in a woman even might be d- different because right. we're women yeah but like women have gone through sometimes. some of the same thing these young men have gone through right and yeah. be able to touch yeah. them and get them on their way that's right that's right and so i mean that's why I had to play the devil's advocate with that a little bit because a lot of times they are waiting on the man to show up. But like you said, there are women that can tell you how to do it. And devil advocate again, how, you know, who, who you want to hear it from? You want to hear it from the woman, what we want from a man, or do you want to hear from a man? <laughs> what <laughs> we want from a man? Right, the you know? And the right. same thing, you know, do you want to hear from a woman? What men want? How you know? You're not a man. Right. You know, do you want to hear from a man what he wants out of a woman? You know, I don't think it's enough people willing to 
crossover. We want to be so comfortable talking to our gender, people that, you know, you know, think like we think, but how are we going to get better? You think just like me. Right. You know, right. so. Because we women are emotional creatures. Emotional. And most men are not. They're just straight, blunt. They'll tell you what you're looking for, give you yeah. something to think. Yeah, balance right. us out. I got five boys, so boys are just, they're near to me. I wanted all girls, but God gave me these boys. And I think one of the biggest fears, for lack of a better word, is having fatherless boys. I didn't expect it, but I have it. And it's like, Lord, uh, I have. I just have moments where, like, I'm staring out the window right now. It's, it's just like that, where I just stare in space, and I'm like, Lord, it's you and me. Right. You're going to have to give me the wisdom until that man shows up. So... I think, um, and that can, may I interrupt you? And I think that's awesome because a lot of parents don't know to ask God for the wisdom to help, you know, teach their children because even if he doesn't have that male figure because you're asking for wisdom, God's going to give you something or you'll say something, even when you don't know that's going to prick their hearts. And then let me give you an example. I always used to tell my kids, and this is something I made sure start doing again I used to tell them when I used to get ready to correct them to listen to me with your heart so when um, Mother's Day came around my daughter had made this plaque for me and the first thing on it it was a paragraph and on the first thing it says my mom always says listen to me with your heart so it's so God's going to give you something to impact them that they'll grow up with awesome. and they won't forget and they'll build that and then when they start having children they'll they'll have either that same thing you taught them or God will give them something. And as parents, we have to pray not just over our children that they'll be, when they become parents, that they'll become better parents Mm -hmm. with wisdom and knowledge and have the God on the inside of them to raise their children. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. So let's wrap it up. What is the last thing that if you couldn't tell them the the single mom raising the house full of teenage boys what is the single piece of advice you would give them prayer and patience if anything is all when I was going through it my son and he was acting out from three different people God spoke and said patience love them regardless of what they go through give them even if they don't want to hear it you talk to them but it's your approach at the same time and I noticed that with my son it was the approach but prayer and patience, you have to have that. If you don't know, you ask God and pray for it. He's going <laughs> to test you. Trust right. me. Prayer and patience. Awesome. All right. Well, this is your girl, Tanisha Mills, all the way from O'Kella with Let's Talk About It. It all begins with the conversation. Let's thank our co-host, Toya. Until next time, out. <laughs>